the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I, as you are sick of being reminded, am Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you please hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you want to send us something, try Patreon or PayPal. Keep the comments coming, constructive as always. And um, above all, will you please keep us, keep us in your prayers. Faith and fatherland. Faith and motherland, if you're Russian. Eh? An interesting aspect of the return of nationalism, certainly across the Western world, at least the return of nationalism as a significant and observable noticeable and significant phenomenon is that in quite a few cases there's a potent heady mixture of religion and politics which I find interesting I'm looking at the Russian example I'll admit that for a start okay I'm looking at the Russian example but um, there are other examples as well in Europe and it's as if people, when they start to rediscover themselves as the socio-political, socio-cultural phenomenon that is called a nation, when they start to rediscover the nation and their own identity within the nation, they find it impossible to plumb the depths of this without religion. They come up against religion because they discover that in the formation of the nation there is almost always this strong metaphysical concern, eschatological concern, this looking beyond, this looking beyond constantly, this sense of, I don't know, the square root of minus one, this sense of this point out in the middle of nowhere on which you can put your foot and lean your whole weight and take your stand, which saves the whole thing from becoming a study of, you know, minute different differences between dialects and languages and customs. and It is extremely potent and extremely dangerous. A lot of liberal critics, I don't say that in a hostile way, a lot of liberal Western critics will say, well, it's using religion. They use religion to mop up any bit of sentimental regard they can, they can find, along with pandering to prejudice and all the rest of it. I'm not so sure. I accept it's dangerous, and there may indeed be some using of religion involved, in some cases a lot of using. But I'm not so sure that it's that simple, that it's that crudely articulated. I think it's much more likely that just in, in... I don't even want to use the word nationalism. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very uneasy with it. There, there, there's always a sort of pagan, I feel, aspect to nationalism, this obsession with the nation. But I'm thinking more of patriotism, from the Latin patria, the, the, the fatherland. I'm thinking more of the love, as Michael Collins said, of place and people. I'm thinking of that indefinable thing that's Irish... Irish nationalism, uh, patriotism, sorry. 
and it's a mixture of wind and rain and freckles and pale faces and I don't know Every, I suppose a lot of people outside the country would say strong drink but actually that doesn't play quite the role in, in, in Irish life that sometimes people think uh, cups of tea and for my generation brown bread and butter fruitcake homemade fruitcake uh, Current bread, uh, bacon and cabbage. Um, oh, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Flowery spuds with the butter dripping down the sides. Plus Catholicism. <laughs> right? Catholicism plus buttery spuds. Plus rain equals Irish patriotism. I may be giving you some flavour of this. It's dangerous, but I think it's inevitable. The nation-state is arguably the most powerful political unit that exists in the modern world for the last uh, at least uh, 150 years. It, it is a major fact. And it is there. Pache the European Union and all the rest of it. And involved in that will always be some religious dimension. Because you see, here it is. Christianity, whether it's Protestant or Catholic, whether it's Latin Catholic or Orthodox, and Islam, and Hinduism, and Buddhism, and all the rest, have shaped whole cultures. And they have provided a a limitless, horizonless terrain on, on which a whole map of reality could be drawn that existed in the minds of millions of people and still seems to. So religion is inevitably going to be involved in this. Faith and fatherland. It doesn't have to be thrown an altar. There is no way out of this and there is no, and, and there is no way out of the danger of it. But it is there. True patriotism always has a spiritual depth. It always has a religious context and significance. Just look at the magnificent pageantry around the burial of the Queen and the coronation of the King in England. And that's, that's in one of the most modern and sceptical societies you can imagine. No, no, no. This is a reality. It has to be dealt with, negotiated with, respected and managed. But it's there and it's not going away. I'm a human being, yes. But I'm not a citizen of the world. I'm an Irishman. And to be Irish up until very recently, and this is very significant, has meant to be Christian. No disrespect to anybody. So it is impossible to plumb the depths of being Irish without Uh, without uh, taking in religion can this be used can this be manipulated can it be turned into some sort of potent heady brew especially in a time when when, uh, things are going badly yes conceivably it could I find it I find it uh, unlikely that it's going to go that far or anything but it hasn't gone away and it won't go away because people are not satisfied to simply be flavourless, colourless, 
um, Euro trash, wandering about the place with no clear identity. Who wants that? Who wants that? No, no, no. I'm an Irishman. I'm an Irishman. And for me, for me, that has a Catholic form. I think we are not only depriving ourselves, but we are ignoring something very dangerous by not uh, allowing it to mature and getting on top of it, by not respecting it, when we fail to acknowledge how much we owe to national identity and how much we continue to owe to it and how powerful it is and how important it is that a mature person is fully aware of its influence on him or her. So, faith and fatherland? Yes. Yes. God first, God above everything, but God has placed us in a country and in an historical experience of togetherness that is a nation. A sharing that is a nation. Revel in it. Enjoy it. Take it in proportion. But don't deny it. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.